0: So, welcome into Missouri 8-Man Football. I am Devin Albertson, and we are going to have a little bit of an off-season recap of what happened here in the off-season, and then we're also going to talk about the All-Star game happening this Saturday, and then also the season, and what's kind of to expect here with uh, team camps, jamborees, and stuff like that going forward up there. Um, So we're going to start off with first changes to the coaching staff's kind of deal right now. Um, going on in Missouri 8-man football this season. Starting first um, alphabetically, Appleton City makes a change there. Um, old coach Travis, he decided to step away. Um, in comes Colton Borland. He was on the staff last year. He's an Appleton City um, alumni. Really excited to see what he can do there in his first year there with the Bulldogs of Appleton City. Uh, Keaton Hawkins leaves Pattonsburg and to go to Bramer now, taking over for Coach Douglas with some off-the-field issues there. With Bramer this offseason, so trying to stabilize some stuff. Hawkins comes in, see what he can do there the first year at Bramer. A really young, talented squad there at Bramer. We'll see how they can uh, progress from 2020 to 2021 to 2022. We'll see if they can keep making those steps going forward there with them. Um, up next, after that, we do have, I believe up next, we Patensburg, Um J.W. Brandt taking over there. He's a superintendent at North Harrison. He's taking over there uh, for Hawkins there for the Panthers. Uh, Steve Halverson there at Rich Hill, he is taking over uh, for Brandon Liggins. After one year for the Tigers, Liggins is gone. Halverson, he comes in now for them. And then also Southwest Livingston making a change. Um, one year there for Pate uh, Croy, he is out. In comes uh, Burt Foster there for Southwest Livingston. So, as we're looking here, um, yes, hi Coach Damlo, uh, Coach Dean, I just got back from father's day uh spent with my family so didn't have time to get down to play basketball to uh show you how to play basketball today and then no golf today um no i golfed on friday rage quit so i was done for the week kind of deal for that i'll probably golf again tomorrow though uh thanks for the concern though guys so we're looking at the coaches right now for um, eight-man football going into the season of course we have uh, coach fountain there at albany borland at appleton drew smith still there at archie um, Chuck Davis at LeBlanc, Keaton Hawkins at Bramer uh, new school coming in now. We'll go and transition that as well. College Heights Christian um, down there at the private school in Joplin. Travis Burke will be the head coach. It'll be their first year as a program down there in Joplin. So we'll see what the Cougars can do in their first season uh, playing a bunch of the Southern schools down there. We'll see how they do in year one. Concordia, coach game by JK, uh, Decab, Caleb Wardlow still there, Drexel with Philip Dean, East Atchison, Aaron Barons, Greenfield, Jordan Bryant back for second year, Mark McFarlane back for second year again for Jasper, Kevin Gundy still there at Keatsville, Micah Breckenridge at King City, Bruce Fenoy at Knox County, uh, Garrett Zouncho still there at Liberal for second year. Clay LaSatter, there at Lockwood, their second year of 8-man. He's been there longer than that, but it's a second year as an 8-man coach down there for the Tigers. Uh, Taylor Standiford, still there at Mound City. Alan Calfey at Nunaway Valley. Um, Andrew Watson, second year now at Norburn Harden Central. North Andrew, Dwayne Williams, still there. David Stuckey, still there with North Shelby in his second year. Uh, Seth Bass, second year at Northland Christian. Uh, Northwest Hughesville with Sacred Heart still have Caleb Crooker. Um, Oric. Kirk Thacker there in the second year there for the Bearcats. Cody Carney at Osceola still. J.K. Brandt again first year at Pattonsburg. Johnny Silkit with Platte Valley with their still mascotless team there in Platte Valley with um, South Nottoway, North Nottoway, and Jefferson High Schools in that co-op. We're still trying to force a mask on them. Hopefully one of these days they'll get up with the program with that uh, red Show, We talked about Steve Halverson already. Dalton Jones still there at Rockport. Uh, Troy Schenck, still there with St. Joe Christian. CJ Gifford, there with St. Paul Lutheran. Danny Capps, still with Santa Fe. Corey Randall with Schuyler County. Uh, my old coach, Josh Peterson, still with South Holt. Bert Foster at Southwest Livingston now still. Shayton Hilton, there with Stanberry. Tommy Fish at Stewartville Osborne. Uh, another new team here, Sweet Springs. Jeff Holtzman there with the Greyhounds coming down from 11-man to 8-man and then rounding off the 40 teams Worth County with John Adwell in his second year so welcome them back as well. So 40 teams now in 8-man football. It's an all-time high. We've went through the history in this in the past uh, but I think hover around 20 for a long time and then we'll see what they get to now with now with 40 teams now i it to still grow the next couple of years as well um that's what all these teams is co-oping too so there's probably i haven't counted up recently but i'm guessing there's up to 60 schools now between those 40 teams between co-ops and all that playing eight man football now so eight man's growing is all across the state now and it is awesome um let's see here what i want to go to next yes yeah, so with these two teams coming in here um, this is what I expect districts to look like here in 2022. Pretty similar to last year, uh, District 1 is the Southern District, Appleton, Archie, adding in College Heights, Drexel, Greenfield, Jasper, Liberal, Lockwood, Osceola, and Rich Hill, so the WEMO schools. Then you add in the three independents with College Heights, Greenfield, and Lockwood. So I expect that in District number 1. District number 2, uh, similar to last year, you're adding in Sweet Springs there, but you have Concordia, Keatsville, Knox, northern Harden central north shelby northwest hughesville sacred heart st paul lutheran santa fe schuyler adding in sweet springs again. sweet springs they're in the same area there as santa fe concordia st paul lutheran they're a little bit east of that but still on the same area pretty good geographical rivals there with the greyhounds with the teams that came to eight man a couple years ago sweet springs almost made that move two years ago they didn't they didn't at that time. They are now. So we welcome the Greyhounds to eight-man football. And then districts three and four stay the same. LeBlanc, Bramer, DeCab, King City, Northland, Oreg, Pattonsburg, New Christian, Southwest Livingston, and Sewersville Osborne still in district number three. And then you have district number four, which is the district of just brut- brutality right now. Albany, EA, Mound City, Nottingly Valley, North Andrew, Platte Valley, Rockport, South Holt, Stanbury, Worth County. That district should be absolutely loaded. Um, if it was up to me, I would have eight districts with five teams. You would have a district championship round, a quarterfinal round, semifinals, then state. The way they have currently set up, your quarterfinals and your district championships are in the same round, where that you go to the state semifinals, then state. So, just a couple of ways to do it, but the way I look at it, if you're so worried about travel, eight districts of five makes a lot more sense than 10 teams in four districts for me personally and if you're not worried about travel at all rank the teams one through 40 and play it out through a bracket that way the the going in between there with the four districts of 10 doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me personally just when you get over 32 teams i would prefer prefer smaller districts um than just these big giant districts on there so that's just me personally but that's what i assume this is going to go with this year so obviously i'll probably be wrong um let's see here one thing I want to look at here, I was going to look at this a couple weeks ago. I was kind of interested by this, of what coaches have been with their program, the longest kind of deal. We've had a lot of turnover the last couple years. Uh, technically, Josh Peterson, between the co-op there with Naui Holt, South Holt really helps with this, but he was at Naui Holt. They co-op with South Holt, then Naui Holt left the co-op, and he was still the coach there for that football program. So technically, he's been with the same football program for 11 years now there has Josh Peterson. Caleb Wardlow, 10 years, so only two coaches at their current spots um, for over a decade. Uh, Shane Hilton getting into his ninth year, Fountain into his eighth, Breckham Ridge into his seventh, uh, Aaron Barron's into his sixth year, and then everyone else is five years or less going in there uh, for that. Um, so you can kind of see across, you can see the Central River, which a lot of these teams, they just joined eight-man. So I'm not I'm not counting coaches being there in the 11-man ranks before because I don't have all that history and all that data with me. So this is just coaching eight-man football alone at your current school. That's kind of the history right now and how long these coaches have been um, at these schools a lot of turnover last couple of years we've seen quite a bit of that so that's what we have for you guys on there you get that off the screen for you and then we'll head over now to of course the all-star game happening this saturday let me bring this down so you're not looking through my head here um so two teams a silver team and a green team silver team of course will be coached by john adwell drew smith david stuckey and doug fountain the green team philip dean aaron Barons, cj gifford and chuck davis all the guys who had made district championship games last year are coaching in the all-star game this year so it should be a lot of fun to see where all these teams kind of head up you can see all the players there i'm not going to go through all the names there uh, but two really talented rosters i don't remember who i picked there uh, initially with when i looked at the rosters let me look at them again here real quick yeah, I went with the green team in my initial uh, prediction there. I think they have uh, a lot of great players there that I really enjoyed watching the last couple of years that I think are going to make a really big impact. And some guys that people may have not have seen a whole lot of the last couple of years, either they were Levin Man or something like that, like a Branson Miller from Knox County is one that um, comes off the screen to me a little bit there from Knox County. He's going to be a guy that I think's going to really impress some people with that uh going forward justin lunsford everyone knows how good he is like buchanan uh mccurry kid from platte valley was really good as was hayden ferry so there's a lot of good players on both sides here i'm not going to through all of them there's a lot of stars on each side um but i'm siding with the green team i hate picking with coach dean but i think they're going to have the slight advantage but again this game is at seven o'clock at missouri western state university in st joseph um you will be, we will have a live stream on the Coaches Association Facebook page, so make sure everybody goes and follows that as well. It's just Missouri 8-Man Coaches Association, I believe is their Facebook account. Uh, Missouri Western is going to help them stream a live feed for that, so make sure you guys check that out at the game. I'm sure Anthony will be there to take pictures, and he's going to probably write a story for either the 8-Man website or for some publication. I haven't talked to Anthony about that yet, but I'm sure he'll be doing that in some form or fashion. Um, I know David Smith from Max Preps gonna be there to take pictures uh so should be some professional photography there i'm sure uh brent johnson from stanbury always does that type of things he takes amazing photos as well so you want to check out his work that will be worth it as well so just some things to look forward to on that part of it um then myself i will be shooting highlights there on the field so i will have a highlight package probably put up sometime on sunday um, for that, so you guys can wait and see the highlight package. If you do miss the game, if you can't show up, make sure you watch the live feed. Uh, get all these kids the recognition they deserve to watch this. this. is the last time most of these kids will suit up to play football in their careers. So, always kind of cool to see the kids be able to put that together and have a good time with that. And um, it's a really cool atmosphere. I'm probably gonna go up on Friday after work and watch the last practice there and watch the kids. Kind of at that point, after the last practice, they've had three or four practices at that point. The last couple of days, the kids know the plays. They're comfortable with each other. They're having a little more fun. That's when I kind of come in, have a good time uh, messing with the coaches and saying hi to the players, all these players. I've had made pretty good relationships over the last couple of years covering them here in 8-Man Football, so I'm really looking forward to seeing them on the field Friday. Um, on that Saturday, I'll be there early for the game, um, pregame, having a good time there with everybody. So should be a good one. Again, I'll have the highlight package. I'm actually putting off my vacation a day so I could go to the game and get the highlight package done, and everything like that, before I head down uh, for my family vacation on Sunday. So should be great. I can't wait to see all these players. I'm seeing a lot more players from the South starting to um, participate in this. I'm gonna put this up a little bit so I can read a little better. Um, for example, Hayden Lamasters out of Jasper. Um, Landon Stump and a Lockwood, Ch- Clayton Robertson and our Rock- Lockwood are pretty interesting. A couple kids from Rich Hill. We had a one last year who won. I think it was defensive MVP. I mean, he was a. Um, it was the. I can't remember his name now, but he had a great game last year. The Landing I and mean, my Frederick kid are coming down for Rich Hill this year, so uh, that should be really interesting on the on the Silver team. And then on the Green team, I'm trying to look here with everybody there. You get Gavin Cox from Liberal as well coming down. Um, even Oric, and it's not far, far South, but it's far enough South. A lot of those kids haven't come up for it. So Blake Buchanan being there. Um, Owen H from Southwest Livingston, be a good time seeing him. Haven't seen him probably in over a year with how things went Southwest last year. Yeah. The Bridgewater kid from Rich Hill. Thank you. Uh, I think it was Daniel, I believe. And I get the, the two rich, the Bridgewater kids mixed up there with Rich Hill. So really excited for this. I thought there was an Archie kid. I thought there was an Archie kid down there. I thought, was Ward not playing in the All Star game? I don't see him on the rosters here at this point, but he was. I know he was invited kind of deal. I'm not sure if something popped up last minute for him, but uh, these just the rosters that I was sent there uh, a couple of weeks ago with that. So I am really looking forward to this. Um, Getting to see all the coaches, and this is kind of the time of the year after the All Star game kind of happens. I really get ramped up and get excited for the season kind of deal because you can hear that you can. You get back to the football field, you can see the kids hitting, you see the um, just the football being being had kind of deal. Um, yeah, so Christian Ward is on the silver team. I thought so on that. So thank you, uh, Clayton Robertson, uh, with that. And thank you, Coach Liggins, for jumping in here as well uh, there for Ridge Hill. Yeah, the Bridgewater kid who had a good, really, he showed out really well last year, and I think it really helped um, that as well, kind of showing that he was a really good football player down there at Ridge Hill the year before. So, yeah. And when the All Star game happens, you see the football, you see the coaches getting into it, you see the players having a great time, uh, suing it up one last time, and after that, you go, like, okay we got team camps. I believe the last Friday in July, I believe there's three of them. Uh, one in Albany, one in Appleton, one in Archie. I'm still trying to figure out my work schedule to see if I can go to any of those. Uh, probably have to choose one because everyone has one the same day. I know East Ashton they have one as well on a different Friday, I believe. I probably won't be able to make it up for that one. But just something like that so I can see some of these teams in person and kind of deal over the summer, say hi to the coaches, see the players um with my own eyes kind of deal there so I'm really looking forward to that part of the summer I think it's gonna be the last Friday in July is when that is so I gotta figure out my work schedule to see if I can go down to one of those and then you'll have jamborees and stuff happening midway through August so I mean we're only a couple months away from the season at this point so this is when I start getting pretty excited for everything if my computer would load here I could actually get to that part of my schedule and stuff on here um, so it be a August 19th, I believe is whenever jam are. Um, so yeah, can't wait for the season to start. Uh, still trying to figure out our schedule and stuff like that for eight man football. Where, where we're we're going to go. I got a few places I'm thinking about for week one. I haven't decided yet and going forward throughout the season. Um, but there's a lot of good teams. I still got to see what teams look like after team camps, uh, maybe after Jamboree's and stuff like that. So we haven't announced yet week one last year week one. I knew I was going to go to North Andrew King City. That was a heck of a football game. Glad I went there week one last year. Um, so does anybody have any questions in the chat right now for whether it's, whether it's for the All-Star game next week, uh, on Saturday again 7 o'clock, Missouri Western State University. There will be a live stream on the Coaches Association web uh, Facebook page. I will share it to the uh, Facebook and Twitter for Missouri 8-Man Football, just so it's easier to find kind of deal for you guys. And we'll have more content for you guys after the game as well on our side to make sure you guys are taken care of and got all the coverage you guys can need here for Missouri 8-Man Football. Um, so if there's anything else, dark horse for player of the game. Well, let me pull that up again. I kind of may have already said it earlier um but defensive player of the game it kind of depends on how these coaches use these guys so i'm sure most of these guys will only play one way since so they have pretty good rosters this year of uh, a branson miller for Knox County i think could be a kid on the defensive back side who could definitely make an impact and be maybe defensive player of the game um but who knows how much the silver team will throw the ball I know coach smith might like to throw the ball the other three guys there i'm not sure how much they like to air it out a little bit over there um I think Owen H could make an impact there for the green team on the defensive line. He was a monster. He might just play offense though, so it's kind of hard to tell at this point. <laughs> so, um, any other dark horses kind of deal? I'm trying to see on the uh Corey Compton could make an impact there on the silver team. He's got a lot of speed there, and if he gets a couple of edges there, uh maybe Reggie Love can get some um get through contact. Uh so Clayton there from Lockwoods. The silver team has had a group chat for months now. Chemistry is unmatched. Green team doesn't stand a chance. So I love I love the trash talk already. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, Dykstra is going to be there at the game too. I'm sure he'll have a write-up there for the Nottoway County kids, among others there. So you guys are check out the daily forum stuff. Um, we're still finalizing everything for the media poll. Um, we do have seven of the eight voters uh, solidified at this point. It'll be myself. Anthony will be a voter. We'll have Chris Dewar coming back from KHQA. Uh, Cole Young from Preps KC. Derek Martin from KMA. Um, Mitchell uh, Riberal is taking over for Chris Roush there at KQ2, would be our voter there. He's doing a little more of the eight-man stuff. So Mitchell is taking over there at KQ2. And then John Dykstra will be our one of our voters here for the eight-man pool, uh going next year. We might roll with seven. We might go with eight. I haven't decided yet. We're still trying to figure out if we can get a replacement uh, for our friends out in a little more of the central part of the state to get them represented a little bit there on the – Coach on the media poll as well, but seven right now we've got a good seven group of guys um including John on there so should be a lot of fun with that and Kurt Thacker coach there Oric. will coach Dean wear his duck boots for the all star game I'm gonna go with probably not on there uh we'll see oh we have oh we might have some discourse here with the silver team Hayden laMas didn't get an invite to the group chat from Jasper oof that's gonna hurt team chemistry that's a uh, bumping down a touchdown now. Um. Uh, let's see here, a couple of good ones. Yeah, there's a lot of good players there from Southwest Missouri. Um, going to be in the game here, and it's good to see the the sport kind of grow to that part of the state and having the kids um either make all state or fill out the applications and be good enough players uh, to be selected. On I don't know if anybody was turned away this year. They haven't in the past. Uh, but There's a lot of good players on these rosters here so far this year. So should be a lot of fun. Uh, Southern reporters, well, Cole Young is in Kansas City. I lived out in KC. Anthony, well, we did have um, Tenpenny, but he left us for Oklahoma City. So, um, But I believe me and Anthony do a good enough job covering the teams in the South that we kind of have that covered on that part. Um, big Boy deserves some love going into the fall season. Oh my, I have not looked at the rosters to see all coming back so far this year. Um, trying to think here. Big guys. Just looking through my, this right here. Joe Drexel, East Atchison. I know the Moss kid will be back for King City. Um, one of those kids is back. I think both Moss kids are back here so far um, with that one. Uh, North Andrew, uh, Jacob Chittam, he's a monster on the front line. Uh, Glenn Holt from Southwest Livingston, he's a monster up front, too. Um, looking here, trying to think who else kind of comes to mind here for just big guys who are going to make a big impact. Um, no one really talked about Schuyler County, um, but. They have a lineman who's pretty good. I don't remember uh, Hayden Dixon, good shot put thrower as well. Um, he's going to be a guy who can you can watch for this year. I'm not sure how good Skyler's going to be, but he's going to be a guy the team has to have to kind of game plan for uh, with that. So and I know Worth County has a couple guys. I don't remember the Worth County guys coming back, uh, but there are a couple guys there that I know they graduated a couple of seniors, but there's a couple guys that Worth County always has studs up there and sort of Stanberry. Um, I just can't remember all their names right now. Uh, I know Aiden Miller from North Andrew, pretty good player for them as well. Um, and then in the chat, Cameron Burton from Lockwood Lyman you want to remember as well. Oh, and then the kids for St. Paul Lutheran, of course. Um, Christian Anderson on defensive line as a stud. And then Hunter Luderman, who I think was just in our um, countdown there, at number 65 for uh, St. Paul Lutheran. Um, again, guys, if you've seen the countdown, I appreciate all the support there, liking, sharing, commenting and stuff there for the countdown. We love getting the kids recognition there. I'm um, still missing a couple of days as well, so – if anybody wants to get in on 62, 59, and I believe those are the two that I need to like, that are pretty close up, and then 46 and 47 is what I'm needing as well. So if you want to be in the countdown, it's when your numbers or when your teammates has those numbers, send me a picture, um, school and then their class of graduation. That way I can get them in the countdown as well. Uh, we've gotten most of the days kind of covered at this point, um, which is great, 67. Again, we need them right now in 62 so there's a couple that are coming up here soon we just celebrated uh 68 days today on there with nathan Wiles from albany a couple of guys there for 66 tomorrow so oh luderman 65 he's actually coming up a couple days so that's what's coming here um also i wanted to get this in here before we were got out of here so missouri helmet project on twitter they are doing their uh, annual uh helmet brackets. And Region 1 was all eight-man schools. Three of the 40 eight man schools was in that bracket. And these are the final four. Um, this is not the right order for the bracket kind of deal, but you have Archie, King City, Nottaway Valley, and then hard Harden, Central. You'll have the top two teams taking on each other, uh, Archie versus uh, King City. I know people. some people had King City over EA. I like EA's helmet better than, than King City's personally, but King City has a really nice helmet. I just really enjoy um, East Ashton's EA Wolves. I think it's a really clean look. And then Nautilus Valley versus Norbert Harden Central. Um, therefore, on the other side of the bracket, I think Norman Hardin Central has a fantastic helmet. I helped design the Nautilus Valley helmet, so I just I'm kind of biased on that one. I want to see Archie versus Nautilus Valley, but um, these are four fantastic helmets. So really cool. A lot of the engagement we've had between 400 to 600 votes each day on these kind of deal for that looking back at the polls and stuff like that so it's been really good engagement uh you guys are doing a great job voting for the your favorite eight-man schools on there and then my favorite thing was actually region two so there were 10 of the other missouri eight-man football teams they got put up in the region two because there's just too many um teams in eight-man for one region at this point point. and this was the elite eight being voted on today um so the first two teams there, Cable and Cole Camp, and the uh, Pierce City on the right side, there with the Eagles, and then Scotland County on the bottom right. The other four teams there were eight-man schools, Knox County, Northland Christian, Santa Fe, and Skyler. Skyler and Knox County are going head-to-head right now. I know uh, Cable and – Cable, I don't know how it's pronounced that one – and Scotland are facing off. And then I believe it's Santa Fe versus Pierce, and Santa Fe is wiping them right now, and so is Northland Christian over Cole Camp. Um, So go vote for these. They'll have the Final Four. Um, We vote on in a couple of days. We could have three of the Final Four in Region 2 being eight-man schools, where only ten eight-man schools were even in the bracket to start out with. So you guys are doing a great job voting for your fellow eight-man schools there. Um, Personally, I really love Santa Fe's and Northland Christian's um, chances here in this one. Um, but again, Northland Christian, if they're winning right now. They play either Knox or Skyler. Last time I saw that poll, it was pretty much 50 50 on that one. So go. Uh, you should be able to see those links. I'm posting them to Facebook every day as well as we team on Twitter. So if you have um, if you want to vote for that, you have a Twitter account. Uh, jump over and vote for them kind of deal. Um, it's been great support for it. It's great showing the kids the helmets that they're. The helmet game has really stepped up in Missouri Eight Man football the last couple of years. So. Helmets look great. I mean, Archie got the whirlwind thing, and I love that personally. On there, Norbert Harden Central finally has a good helmet um, at Coach Thacker. So good job, Coach Watson, over there to improve the Norbert Harden Central helmet there as well. So make sure you guys go vote for those. Um, Should be a good time there to watch those teams kind of battle it out. And once they're out of the regionals, there's 11 regions. Once they're out, we can have two eight-man teams get out of that. He's going to put the last 11 helmets I believe, in another bracket, and they're going to be an ultimate champion. So make sure you guys still vote for the 8-Man Helmet. Pass the regional kind of deal and see if we can get them as far as possible. Being the smallest schools in the state, see how far we can get there with the the votes on there. So that's all I really got for you guys today. I'm excited for the season. Again, football week one is August 26th is the start of football season. The 19th will be Jamborees. Um, So, yeah, got to get the band together. Push 8-Man Helmets. Um, I saw... Uh, Coach Captain Santa Fe, they took down Coach Magruder in Salisbury, at the Love Man School. Magruder left us for Love Man. We still beat him in the polls. So, great job there, voting guys. I really appreciate it. If there's any other questions, I'll wait here for another minute or so to see if there's any other questions out there. But other than that, I'll be at practice there Friday afternoon. Uh, probably the final practice there for the All Star game, just to hang out with everybody and get every, get a look at the two teams, kind of deal, and just have a good time and just hang out with the guys there on the football field with the players and the coaches. And then, um, the last thing I have for you guys here is, um, someone's sending me something. One second here. Oh, more photos. Thank you to Dykstra on there. Um, scandalous there for Coach Thacker. Oh, yeah, does Drexel repeat? They are my number one going into next year. Uh, I know a certain Missouri 8-man reporter has them at, like, three or something like that. That wouldn't be me. I'm not voting against uh, Jacob Coffey and company kind of deal uh, with that. But um, my top ten is not, not set in any way. I have, like, 15 schools here jotted down here in any order. So this is going to be an order for right now. I am not set in stone for any of these right now. If you want to react to them, fine. Drexel, North Andrew, Platte Valley, Worth County, Archie, LeBlanc, Stanbury, St. Paul Lutheran, EA, North Shelby, Holt, Oreck, Lockwood, Jasper, Albany. I think all those teams are going to be in that top 15 range. There's a couple other schools I thought about there. I just couldn't quite put them in to that top 15 quite yet. Um, those are 15 schools that I'm kind of looking at for my top 10 going into the poll on there. So, so that's what we kind of have there for you guys on it. Um, so, yeah, that's what we have for you guys on there. Um, I can't wait to see what the other guys kind of think. I've talked to a couple of people in the poll, and they've kind of sent me their votes, so we'll see what kind of happens with there. Um, I, I expect Drexel to be number one to start the year. I expect them to stay number one for most of the season. I uh, think they, they have some good main games this year. They got um, Archie still on the schedule this year. I believe they have um, St. Paul Lutheran still. Let me look here. Liberal, Lockwood, Appleton, Jasper, Rich Hill, Archie, Greenfield, OCL, and then St. Paul Lutheran on yeah, week nine. So... That's what we have there for you guys um, for that. Also, if you guys ever look at the pinned post or pinned tweet there on Facebook and Twitter for our accounts, we do have everything there for you guys um, with all the links for whatever information for 8-man football that you may need. Let me just look at those links here real quick. We have the team pages and stats will be on one link. So the first couple of uh, sheets and tabs will have... Uh, the passing rushing receiving defensive leaders for the state and then after that you'll have all the team pages Albany through Worth County so you can see all those teams there all the stats some history for each team all that good stuff on there we'll have another google doc that will have the schedule and standings so you can see The regular schedule, Freak Week 1, you can see the team-by-team schedules in the second tab, standings, the media poll, and the coaches in the state as well. Um, And the last tab that we have available right now is the history of eight-man football, which will have everything from past champions to um, teams that were in the state at the time, coaches wins, team wins, individual season stat leaders kind of deal, stuff like that, whatever random stat you may want for eight man football it should be there if you want to add anything to there if you know you coached at that time or you you played during that time you know what kind of happened send me information so i can fill in the gaps that we have there we have a lot of this stuff over the last 15 years or so but anything before 07 is still hit or miss on whether we have that information on there or not for you guys so thank you guys so much for watching here today we'll have more of these throughout the summer kind of deal i'm sure we'll have one there beginning of august um best time of the year this is my birthday um so yeah thank you guys for listening here um we'll have this in my podcast as well i'm gonna download it and upload it to anchor uh for the straight up sports podcast so if you guys want to just listen to this and not have to see my face that's okay as well um but thanks you guys for listening here um if you have any questions you want me to answer throughout the summer uh, my dms are open the missouri eight man facebook and twitter messages are open as well send me questions we'll get to them at some point either i'll answer to you in in the chat or i'll have a show like this and we'll get that to you as well so thank you guys for watching i'm gonna head off here now you guys have a good rest of your sunday uh don't get too hot out there it's been pretty hot last couple weeks here in missouri um but hey all-star game this saturday at seven o'clock check it out on the coach association thing and check out our highlights afterwards as well on missouri eight-man football